0: And it has been a hot minute, but those of you who are new and joining us again, welcome to the Sportsway Podcast. My name is Fitz Kerrigan. Christian Mott. And we are your hosts for this podcast. So without further ado, let's go into JFK's topic of day. So we've had a lot of, um, been a very kind of, uh, very strange football season for both college and professional A lot of underdog teams that we wouldn't think would be in here. We know Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan would all be there. Um, Well, we didn't think Michigan would be as high as they are right now, but we knew they were going to be up there. Um, Heck of a team down there in Ann Arbor. Heck of a team up there in Ann Arbor. But what's really shocked me was uh, TCU. TCU has really shocked me with the way that they've played football this year. Uh, Just a powerhouse offense um, they beat they were on co- at college game day in Austin Texas and they want they beat uh the longhorns 17 to 10 but what really shocked me was a wide open touchdown pass to from uh the quarterback to the wide receiver like he was it was kind of like an out it was kind of Christian if you know what I'm talking about it was kind of like a corner then to a post he got that defense he got know yeah, that safety confused that was in a corner cut across at a wide open because the safety thought he was doing a corner and then just cut across and he was wide open so um, that was wh- that was one of their touchdowns that in that 70-10 win and what's really Christian have you been shocked about like uh, TCU and Tennessee and some of these teams that we haven't really Oregon LSU uh we ha- and we ha- that we haven't really, been hearing about in the last couple of years and all of a sudden they're just inching up there and becoming some of the top dogs in college football?
1: Yeah, I'm a bit surprised, but it's probably the only thing that could probably explain this is probably like the transfer portal and how players can just like switch teams whenever they want and they don't have to sit out a year, which is like allowed for a lot of players to like move in and out of teams, like especially – this, like, this last off offseason, um, and so, like, a lot of the SEC teams, I could definitely understand why they're doing so good, like Tennessee and um, Old Miss and, you know, Kentucky for a little bit, and then, uh, you know, Alabama as always, um, but as for, like, some other teams, it is a bit surprising, as you said, like TCU, I wasn't uh, really expecting them to do so good, Oh, I wasn't expecting a lot of the Pac-12 teams to do as good. Like UCLA is doing much better than I anticipated. U of a? That's, yeah. Well, U of A sucks. They're three and six. Well, I mean,
0: that, nobody would think they're even gonna win a game. I mean, mm. that's something, right?
1: I guess. And then, um, Oregon has been doing really good. Uh, a large part to their quarterback play. Who's probably gonna be uh and taken. Decently high in the NFL draft. And then USC, I think I knew they were going to be pretty good, but they're doing as good as always. But so I was basically surprised by Oregon and UCLA this year, too.
0: Yeah. And do you think, I mean, I know, I know this is Alabama. They take a little, they, they uh, take a little fall um, since the Tennessee uh, lost. But do you think this is, do you think nobody, be, well, obviously, we know that they're out of the college football playoff. It's four teams. They're they're the nine. They're number nine in the country right now. But has it shocked you how uh, that they've had two losses with a quarterback like Bryce Young, who sent them to the national championship game last year and won the Heisman? Is it shocking you that they have two losses right now and they're number nine in the country at this point in the, in the year?
1: I would say like at the beginning of the season, if you had told me that they would not make the playoffs and they'd be or they'd probably not make the playoffs, and that uh, they'd have two losses. I'd be surprised, but now that I've, like, gone to see their team, I'd say I'm not surprised because they were ha- are, like, really depleted, especially in, like, their receiver depth. I couldn't really name a good receiver on their team. I know they have a bunch of, like, young, young receivers that they're trying to, like, help get better, and it's going to be a process. But, like, they really lost a lot of good receivers in the last couple drafts, so – that they don't they don't they don't really have like a, like a really solid receiver right now so that's hurting okay. them. so right now i can understand why they're not doing so good they're definitely they've definitely lost a lot of people to the draft and also um i'm sure that it's harder it's going to be harder for them to get really good recruits in the next coming years because uh no one knows how much longer uh Nick Saban will coach he's getting older and older older and older every year and yeah when people are committing to teams they want to they want their head coach to be around there and like a stable um environment and right now no one knows how long how much longer Nick Saban will coach for
0: mm-hmm. yeah I would agree with you um I know they have a lot I, like you said they have a lot of uh different receivers like Bryce Young has so many different weapons young weapons uh just like what we- just like people to throw the ball to. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but like he has so many different options. Like I wish that like uh, like uh, what other quarterback do you know has that many options like Bryce Young? He has like uh like Tennessee against Tennessee. They lost against Tennessee. I think he found like seven different receivers at one point.
1: Yeah, so they don't just have like that. Six one. if
0: you don't count the running back. But I mean, he's just, my point is he has so many different receivers. Name another quarterback who has as many receivers and people, or people to pass through the ball than Bryce Young. It's a little shocking, but like you said, those are a lot of young receivers who don't have a lot of experience, so I'm not blaming you for that. I am blaming Bryce Young, though, because you expect more out of a Heisman winner and a got, a one of the probably top five pick in the draft.
1: Yeah, he definitely hasn't played as good, but I can mm-hmm. also attribute that to some of the receiver. Yeah. receiver that
0: wraps play. up JFK's drop good. At that.
1: Okay, now f- for uh Mott's moment. I'm going to be talking about Iowa State as a whole coming off another tough loss to Oklahoma State, and they're now 4-6, and six, which was quite the opposite of well, we were talking about them uh, last year, this time last year, but they actually did lose a, a, a lot of talent to the draft as well um, in very key pieces, which is why they're not doing so good. Uh, they lost Brock Purdy as the um, Mr. Irrelevant last year.
0: He's from Phoenix. The Niners.
1: Um, and their quarterback this play, their quarterback play this year has not been great as 100-deckers, their QB. Uh, through three picks uh, this week. So that's probably a big a reason why they lost. Also, we lost uh, one of the best run, young running backs in the NFL right now in – Brees Hall? Yeah, Brees Hall. I don't know why. I forgot his name for a second. He just tore his he the tore ACL. He tore his Yeah, very unfortunate for him, but he's, mm-hmm. he was showing a lot of flashes – of a, a potential um, pro bowler um, early in his earlier in his young career. And I really hope he keeps doing well, but our running backs have not been good um, since he's left. But one thing with all this negative talk about Iowa state, while this is all unfortunate, one thing I am looking forward to is Xavier Hutchinson, because he is definitely going to be a, uh, picked in the nfl draft he's really having a, another really good season uh about a thousand yards this season and like 10 touchdowns and i and i just can't wait to see him in the nfl because he he he, he looks really good especially on the college stage and i think he's probably not going to be like a first or maybe a second but definitely not a first rounder pick but i think whatever team gets him in the draft they're going to get a steal and i think and I actually i can't wait to watch him yeah it's for sure okay so that wraps up on moment.
0: all right well uh I know we've been t- I know I just talked about the different um I know I just talked about the different teams, but let's talk about games individually as a whole uh, Now I want to start off with Alabama old mess um, that was a Alabama, number nine in the country. Ole Miss, number 11 in the country. Ole Miss coached by Uh, uh Lost a little bit of people in the draft last year, like Matt, Matt Corral, um, uh, some receivers I've heard. And they lost today at home in Oxford by a final score of Alabama 30, Ole Miss 24. Ole Miss came in this game riding high. I mean, they, they were better than Alabama, um they had they had a better record well, I mean better I mean like a better record and lane kiffen kind of just choked because uh they had a they had a lead in the ha- uh they had a lead in the second half I believe and they and they blew it I mean they had a big for I mean they had a they blew a, they blew a big lead, blew a seventeen fourteen lead at half-time to lose thirty that's to a big lead. I know that's a big lead. I mean, we talk about teams blowing leagues way leads, not leagues. Getting my words mixed up. Uh, but the point is, we see a lot of different team. We talk about a lot of different teams blow like blowing leads, and it's not just like in a game. It's like in a series, but this is a game, so. I mean, what? For example, the Warriors blew a thirty-one point lead to the Clippers back in 2019 in the playoffs, right? That's blowing a lead. We've had a um, had a bunch of different blown leads this year, which is crazy to think which is crazy to think about when you put it into perspective. So, Christian, what do you think? What do you think about Alabama? Uh, what do you, I know? We just talked. I know we just talked about them, but like. Where's their future at when Bryce Young goes to the NFL next year?
1: Mm, I think it's definitely gonna to be tough to replace him, but so far in the last for the last like decade, it seems like they've been able to keep the constant flow of QBs at a very high quality, with like Tua, then Mac Jones, then Bryce Young. So, you know. Uh, you'd only have to assume that the next QB is going to be pretty good, so we'll have to see. But right now, if I'd have to guess, I'd guess the QB is probably going to be pretty good.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, moving on, Christian, you got you want to talk about a college football game?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I want to talk about the Ohio State-Indiana game, um, which – which was a score of 56-14. to 14. And what I wanted to say is, like, it seems like the, I, I've seen, like, these games. The, Ohio State plays Indiana pretty much every year, and it seems like every time they play them, it's just like a stat booster for, like, the quarterbacks, like, especially, like, CJ Stroud, like, last year. I think last year he threw, like, five touchdowns or something against Indiana, and this year he threw another five touchdowns. So it's just funny to me how... Every time Ohio State plays Indiana, they blow them out, and it's just like a stat booster um, for the for the, for like the quarterbacks. And obviously, Indiana is not that good, but five more touchdowns are going to come up on C.J. Stroud's uh, stat sheet. Yeah, and he's out, he's sure. putting together a really good year so far. He he's uh, third in college football with twenty nine touchdowns.
0: Mm-hmm. Another yeah, i can throw. He can he can play
1: another uh another good star on that team is Marvin Harrison Jr. the son of Marvin Harrison. He's a sophomore and he he's putting together a really good season so far. Uh he has over 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. I think that's not counting the game he had today, which was seven catches for 135 and a touchdown. So he'll definitely be a uh, he's definitely young NFL talent. That's he'll come in. I don't know, he'll probably won't He'll probably play another year, but uh, he's definitely another guy that's going to be in the NFL mm-hmm. in a couple of years.
0: Yeah, and Williams went down today. I don't know if you saw that. Really? Yeah, uh, Williams threw, uh, Williams went down. A apparent knee injury from what I saw. Uh, no, nothing, he left uh at, Mayan Williams rushed for 147 yards and a touchdown before leaving with an injury late in the first half. C.J. Stroud threw five t- touchdown passes as number two Ohio State, buried Indiana 56-14 on Saturday. So, I no update on what the injury is yet, but it looks like a knee injury, but it does not look serious. He'll probably miss a game or two. He'll be back by Michigan. At the the most, I didn't see he got carted off. I know that that's a little bit of a big deal, but nothing big yet. Um, nothing big yet, so you shouldn't worry about it right now. I mean, you just hope that he's okay, which he is, but I don't think anything of it. Yeah, all right, moving on to I want to talk, I want to get at uh, the Washington. Oregon game today. That was a big upset. November 25 knocking off number six. That's always got to be something big. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., 26, 26 to 35, through for 408 passing yards and two touchdowns. The left handed quarterback, the transfer from Indiana. It really shocked me that um, Oregon would. I mean, Washington that would beat Oregon. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, they, they beat UCLA, correct? Or UCLA beat Washington? What? I think it was uh, UCLA beat Washington, right?
1: I think. I'm not sure.
0: Okay. But anyway, I know ASU beat Washington. That was a decent upset. Not a lot of people still in the field. Um, But the point is, is that I wouldn't expect... I wouldn't expect Washington to beat Oregon, especially in Eugene, because Oregon's been on a. We know Oregon. We know Oregon's been on a, a real, uh, what's the word? A real, a real stretch right now. And I mean, they've been they've been doing their thing, just uh playing their kind of football, and it showed it showed today. Uh, Michael Penix, amazing. Uh, gain, amazing. Just, just an amazing performance from him. He it, uh he finished with twenty eight. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so finished with twenty six. <laughs> Excuse me. Finished with tw- finished twenty six and thirty five, four hundred eight passing yards and two touchdowns. Christian, what do you think about the Pac twelve this year? Because we know the Pac twelve is starting to fall a little bit apart. But with this loss for, with this loss for Oregon, that takes out any chance of a Pac 12, the Pac twelve making it to a college football playoff semifinal. Yeah,
1: what do you think about,
0: bunch. what do you think about the downfall of the Pac twelve? Ever since UCLA and USC said they were leaving for the Big Ten, it's gone kind of gone downhill. What is your impression of the downhill part of this whole that uh, scenario? What
1: do you mean, the Pac-12 going downhill?
0: Yeah. What do you
1: think? Well, I, I disagree, because I think they're having a better year than they usually have. Like, they have three really good teams. I know Oregon just did just lose, and they're, they're probably not going to be in the playoffs. But, like, usually there's not a Pac-12 team in the playoffs. I think the last time there was was when uh, Washington was in the playoffs, and then they got destroyed by Alabama because they were the 4C. But that was a couple years ago. But the Pac-12 hasn't really been, like, like, especially last year, they had a down year. I know uh, for March Madness, they did really good um, in basketball. But for football, they haven't been doing too good in the last couple of years. So I think it's really good that the Pac-12 has actually been doing pretty good. I think it's they're going to do worse once UCLA and USC leave. Um, But I think I'm actually pleasantly surprised by how the Pac- Pac-12 is doing.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, all right. You want to... You pick a game. You, you pick a game.
1: Another college football game?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, let me pull it up. Hmm. I'm going to pick... Frick, my phone is glitching. You're all good. I think I'm going to pick the Michigan game because de- okay. uh, they go 10-0. It said for the first time since, like, 2006, yeah. And do you know how many more games are left for the, the
0: season, In the regular uh, season? I believe two. May- oh no, no no no. Uh, yeah yeah two.
1: Yeah, they had a convincing win over Nebraska today, 34 to three. Michigan's the number three seed. I want to quickly check and see if they play the next two weeks, but two
0: at least, maybe three. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but what do yeah. you think about what do you think about Michigan? Their quarterback JJ McCarthy. He seems to be seems to be pretty seems to be pretty good.
1: He's doing his job well. I think uh, the big thing with Michigan is their running game, uh, which has really been carrying them. But yeah, their quarterback has been doing good enough to make them not lose. Oh, but the the big game is going to be Michigan versus Ohio State, week 13. So there's no promises yet for them to be. Yeah, Michigan, Ohio State that playoffs. that's
0: that's yeah. gonna be a that's gonna be a good game.
1: Yeah, if Michigan. Two teams doing
0: well, two teams doing really well this year. That's gonna be a good game. Whoever wins that game is going to the college football playoff, and probably my and is probably gonna win the national championship unless they get snubbed by Georgia.
1: <laughs> well, Georgia's so. been
0: playing pretty good. Georgia's been playing amazing, and that's the I call that's a snub. the, yeah. Well, I'm talking about losing to Georgia. That's my point. Yeah. So whoever wins that the, that game is most likely gonna win the national championship. That uh, Michigan Ohio State game. All right, I want to move on a little bit to Georgia. I mean, just a little bit. It was kind of an easy victory for them today. Uh, they beat Mississippi State 45 to 19. Stetson Bennett had uh. Tw- 25 to 25, 37, 289 passing yards and three touchdowns. Uh, One was to Lad McConkey. I don't know his <laughs> last name. It's a little complicated, but they won 45 19. And Christian, went, I mean, we know Georgia, their defense last year was amazing in that national championship game. I thought. When we drafted those, when the Packers drafted those players from Georgia, that's not the worst decision they ha- they've made in the first round. They draft Jordan Love. So, still so um, a bad one. Uh, well, I mean, it's it could it could have been worse. Could have picked defensive players from Florida, but Georgia's defense is really good. Do you think they've stopped? And Kirby Smart's a defensive guy. Do you think they've stopped from? Do you think their defense has gotten worse since last year because they lost so many people in the draft? Do you think they've amped it up more?
1: Uh, I haven't been watching a lot of Georgia games, but I know that their defense has been pretty good still. Uh, maybe it's been slightly worse. I think it, I think that's what people are saying. But it's still yeah. a elite-level defense. Um, wh- wh- what makes Georgia so good is they have so much depth in their positions, so they can rotate in guys that are still very, very good and probably better than the other team's guys and still have like second and third stringers that are still just as good as the other team's guys so that like keeps everyone fresh and that's why george is really hard to beat because like yeah for sure rotate their guys in so that they don't get tired so Mm -hmm. yeah they got it
0: they got (laughs) a defensive squad that's embedded is also something special um yeah. So, all right, moving on briefly to the Tennessee game today. Uh, Rocky Top, uh, final game in Neyland. it was a rout of Missouri Tigers 66 to 24. Hendon Hooker, the sheriff in Knoxville, 25 to 35 with 355 passing yards, three touchdowns, one was two, the leading receiver. Jalen Hyatt, who had seven receptions for 146 yards and one touchdown. But Hyatt against Alabama had five touchdowns, which was a uh, receiving record for a volunteer. Christian, what do you think about Tennessee this year? I mean, they're, they're legit. I mean, Josh Heifel and Hendon Hooker have really turned that program around.
1: Yeah, they definitely surprised a lot of people. Me included. And uh, I I didn't know Hyatt was this good either, and he's really come out and showing how good he is. you
0: talking about Hendon Hooker, Hyatt. Oh yeah, Hyatt Obviously, for sure. Hendon
1: Hooker too, mm-hmm. but definitely Hyatt um, too. And he's gonna—he's one of the guys that I'd like the Chargers to get because I know the Chargers are struggling a little bit with their receivers because they keep getting definitely the getting injured. So I would mm-hmm. love for us to get one of those boys, but um, we'll see. We might have to trade up.
0: He'll definitely go this year in the draft for sure. He's a junior. So we'll see how that goes. All right, Uh, moving on from college football, uh, two more weeks of that, and then we got bowl games and the college football playoffs. So uh, the Fiesta Bowl, thankfully, is a semifinal game this year. It's the two and three seed. Uh, my father is on the Fiesta board and he personally knows Kirk Cur- Herb Street. Really? Yeah. How? Some fiestable connection. Interesting. Yeah. Uh I'm Do like oh, text? what?
1: Do they text each other sometimes?
0: No. No. They just like he just knows my dad. They don't like text regularly. I mean, Kirk is busy with like all the Thursday night game day, having to call another game. Like he's a busy guy. Like his week, his his Saturday is like packed. Like, he's got to go to game day, wherever it is, and then he flies to call a game. And then he goes back home over to wherever he lives. I mean, that's a long day. Mm-hmm. Especially since you call, you do game day in the morning, and then you call a game at night. But uh, all right, we're moving on to NFL predictions we got um um this weekend uh we got uh ooh we got your char- your chargers are playing the 49ers on uh sunday night football what you got
1: i'm not one of those weird fans i'm gonna go with the chargers i'm not i'm not gonna i have confidence in my team i know we're missing our receivers. Um, I, I still believe in Justin Herbert. I think Austin Eckler will have even a, a better game than he did last week, and m- maybe like a, a, we we do need a big game from him. Um, but Josh Palmer also looked good last week, so I'm still going the Chargers. Um,
0: okay,
1: I think this one comes down to our defense, even though our offense mm-hmm. is a little banged up.
0: All right, I'll pick the, I'll I'll pick the same game. I'm gonna go with uh, because only because you're a Chargers fan. I'm going to go with San Francisco. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is really really kind of proving himself a little bit since being back up for Trey Lance, so for that reason. And also, Brandon Ayuk is a beast. I got him on my fantasy team this week. Going to kill it. I got the 49ers. All right, uh, Kristen, we got Cardinals-Rams in L.A.
1: Okay, well I'm going to that game. And so oh, far, no kidding. And so far, every uh every Rams game I've
0: gone to they've won, so I'm going Rams again. Okay. Respect that. Um I mean, Matthew Stafford, I mean both quarterbacks appear to be out, which is a little surprising, but um Really? Yeah. Both teams appear to be out. It's a little Matt Stafford's eh. injured? Mm-hmm. John Wolford is gonna start. If anything, John Wolford is gonna start over Colt McCoy for Arizona. But Kyler Murray, they've they've been on hard they've been on hard knocks this year. And I saw that Buddha Baker speech. He gave it all and they seemed to not even care. Um, and I feel like if you're gonna give that much heart, you gotta at least show the guy some respect. I mean you can't he stood up, gave a long speech, friend of everybody, and then they started praying. So Um, I, I also think Cooper Cup is also more efficient. Like he makes, I think John Wolford just has to throw the ball to him and he'll, and he'll make a play. And for that reason, um, I'm going to go with the Rams just because they got receivers who can do stuff. And, um, Cooper Cup is a beast and he can just make a play on, on the ball. All right. Uh. We got a very interesting game at Lambeau Field. It's Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau. First game since being fired on December 2nd, 2018, after a loss to the to the Arizona Cardinals with Josh Rosen and Steve Wilkes. Christian, who you got in that game? I think the
1: Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, are going to give it to the Packers. Revenge game. Give me, Cowboys.
0: Got you. Also, the Packers suck ass. Uh... Yeah, I I mean, I I want to agree with you, but I mean, I feel like they they want to beat Mike McCarthy. I think that that would be extra loud today because of McCarthy, but uh I I got I got Green Bay today, but I mean, I I got Green Bay tomorrow, but I I just want to see a good game. I want uh, McCarthy deserves to get um McCarthy deserves to um Get an ovation when he comes back to um, comes back to Lambeau. I mean, he thirteen years there, won a Super Bowl. I think he deserves to come back. All right, well, we got a very ooh Lions Bears in in Chicago. Who do you got?
1: Why Uh, Bears have been hot as of late. Justin Fields has been playing really good. Uh, look. So far, he's been playing the best out of his uh QB class, at least this season. So I'm going, uh, Justin Fields.
0: Okay. I got Justin Fields this week on my fantasy team, starting him over Justin Herbert. Uh, after 42 points last week, so I think the Lions' defense. I I'm really confident with the Lions right now, especially after they beat the Packers. I think they're coming in hot to that game. Aaron Glenn really had his defense out. They're not that good, but. They really stepped up last week against Green Bay. I think Justin Fields is going to be able to tear apart that defense. And for that reason, I'm going to go with uh, Chicago on that one. Give me the Bears. Yes, All sir. right. We got uh, ooh, we got a competitive game. Vikings-Bills from Buffalo. Christian, that's wisely. I'm going Vikings.
1: Josh Allen might be out for the Bills. Okay,
0: so you're you're choosing the Vikings in anticipation he is gonna be out. Yeah. Okay, so I'm the Vikings are hot. They are hot right now, and and also Buffalo. Cooking with fish grease. Yes, they're cooking. They're cooking like some salmon or something like hot steak. Like they, I mean, they're on a roll, and. The Bills just lost to the Jets last week. I don't care whether Josh Allen is in or not. I'm going to Minnesota. They're hot. J- Bills just lost to the Jets. Even if Josh Allen plays, Vikings are still going to win. Give me – uh, give me. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this, but Skull. Skull. Skull, Vikings. Give, give me the Vikings for tomorrow. All right, Christian. We got the game in – I don't even know what that is, but it's some foreign country. That's all I know. Which is obvious. They'll be like, Oh Fitz, why the hell did you say it's in a foreign country? We all knew that. I know that. But it's the Seattle Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Christian, what what's gonna happen in this? What's gonna happen in this game? I'm
1: going. Damn.
0: This is tough. They both suck.
1: No, they don't. <laughs> Seahawks have been doing good. Uh, I'm going Tampa Bay.
0: I don't okay. like going go betting against Tom Brady. I do like betting against Tom Brady, especially when it's not money. Um, I'm going Seattle. They're on a hot streak. They got Geno Smith under center. Uh, that team has proved to, that. Pro- that team has proved to do some really. Um, deadly things this year. Give me Seattle and wherever they are. I don't know where that is. It was like, they said it to me and I'm, I'm just like, whoa. Like, where is this place? I've never heard of this place. I think it's like some Dutch country or some, something like that. Okay. Ooh. It's gonna... Actually, never mind. That's gonna be a bum game. Oh, we got two teams that suck. Colts and the Raiders. The Colts just fired their head coach. Who are you going with? I think they're going to rally around their new coach. Colts. You got the Colts? And the Raiders suck. S- facts. I'm going to go with you on the Colts, only because Devontae Adams and the Raiders suck this year, and I think they want to win it for Jeff Saturday. So I'm going with Indianapolis. Uh, we reset that game. Uh, Ooh. Two teams that suck again. New Orleans and Pittsburgh at, uh, and at Chris, sir. It's in Pittsburgh. I don't know how to pronounce that name of a stadium. It's in Pittsburgh. They changed Saints, it. Steelers. Do you got? I know. They changed it. I got,
1: I have the Saints because
0: the you Steelers got, are garbage. I'm gonna go with the Steelers because I mean I think Andy Dalton has not been playing well in the past, in the past few past few weeks. Um I think I'm I'm going with the Steelers. Who is okay. even their quarterback, by the way? Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I'm going with I would have changed my pick if it was Mr. Disky. I'm going with the Steelers. Okay, uh, we got Ooh, this might, be a, this might be an interesting game this weekend. Um, Cleveland and the Dolphins in Miami.
1: Dolphins been playing really good, and I'm still going to go with them.
0: Okay. Um, I might go with the Dolphins, even though I got Nick Chubb on my fantasy team. I am going with Miami be- just because, I mean, they're on a, they've been doing better this year than the Browns, and they're a little bit on a roll. Um, I wouldn't call it honor roll they're so just they're they're making uh, they're making some plays right now that that are needed so for that reason, going with the dolphins okay, and this is the last game we're gonna do before we move on to before we move on to college basketball introduction it is. The Broncos and the Titans. You got the Broncos country riding or not?
1: I got the Broncos country dying.
0: Give me the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that saying. Um, Broncos country, let's die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Russell Wilson's been bad this year. We all thought this old Denver uh, scenario would work out, but it's not. And for that reason, Derrick Henry's a beast. I know they lost last week in overtime. Mike, uh, Ryan Tannehill back yet or not? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, well, either way, I got Tennessee, Broncos country. They're dying. Um, okay, and with that note, moving on to college basketball. So, college basketball started on Monday. It has been... Uh, very kind of slow start to the season. We're still easing into it. Um, had a very, um, for Veterans Day, had very, which was yesterday, November 11th. Um, salute to all the thank for all the veterans. Thank you for your service. But, um, anyway, they, we've had a little, we had a little bit of special games. We had the Brew City battle that took place at American Family Field where the Brewers play in, in uh, Little in Milwaukee, which was the Wisconsin Badgers and the Stanford Cardinal for men, and the Wisconsin Badgers and the Kansas State Wildcats for women. So both Wisconsin teams played in American Family Field. They put up a basketball court on the diamond, and um, the women lost to Kansas State, uh, I think by 12. And the men be Stanford fit sixty to fifty. So very, um, very competitive games from what I heard. And then Christian, I don't know if you saw, but yesterday, Gonzaga and Michigan State played on a, on a cruise ship. Really? Yeah.
1: That's great. like a,
0: yeah, kind of like a like a, I don't, I don't know what you call it, like an aircraft carrier.
1: Oh, an aircraft
0: carrier. I believe, I, I believe so. Yeah. Really. Wow. It was out, It was outside, which was like it was awesome. That's wild. I know. Um, it. I mean, it was. It was pretty cool. I mean, they hadn't ha- They haven't had that since 2011. And They played on that same. Like, I, I, damn it! I, I don't know what it, it's. Uh, I think it's the Abraham Lincoln in San Diego. They played on like a ship. They played mm-hmm. basketball on a ship, and like everybody was on the ship watching, and everything. It was. It was pretty cool. It was a fun. It was a fun experience for both teams. I think both teams loved playing on it. I feel like it was different though because it was outside. I think the floor would be more slick later on in the game when it gets darker. So I mean, Gonzaga took the victory, sixty four, sixty three over Michigan State. But a very, very cool scene um, that happened in San Diego yesterday. Okay, moving on to our fantasy. Um, we're actually we're gonna talk a little bit about the NBA, not a lot. Um, I don't know, Christian. For some reason, just every season seems de- like it's just like feels weird compared to other years. Like, the Lakers suck.
1: That, that was expected.
0: Um, and You there? Yeah, sorry, what? Do you think, the, um, talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers, do you think the success of Donovan Mitchell has helped them carry on to this quick, hot start?
1: Yeah, I think their team's loaded, and I think they're going to be a really scary team to play. Like, just li- listing their players is just incredible. Like, they've got Darius Garland at the one, Donovan Mitchell at the two. Uh, don't know who the – Freak that is at the three. At the <laughs> Isaac
0: Isaac Acoro. I
1: Like, doesn't he come off the bench? But yeah, I know. He's
0: no, good. no, I think he's starter.
1: Okay, well, he's 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 okay. Uh, at the four, they got like Evan Mobley, and then at the five, they got the Fro. So, uh, so they're they're really they're really loaded. And then coming off the bench, they got uh, Love. So, yeah, I think they're gonna be a really tough team to beat.
0: Uh-huh. And... I think they, they got a squad, and I think Kevin Love coming off the bench is best because it gives you some depth. He's been there for a while. He knows how that system works and everything. I mean, and they Evan... changed it obviously because of the different coaches, but
1: yeah, and and so far this year, Evan Mobley's been playing like a defensive like a defensive player of the year. So if he keeps it yeah. up, he's definitely gonna get there. He had like five blocks. Yeah, for
0: sure. Uh huh, for real. And you want to you want to talk about somebody who's really shocking this year? Talk about the Utah Jazz. Lowry Markman. Lowry Markman is the sheriff in town for that team. Christian, give us some more insight on the Jazz. Yeah, They're I trying know. to tank, and it's it's going. It's I, I wouldn't call that tanking. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, it's just shocking, really, because I mean, you wouldn't expect, you would not expect the team that trade away Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Everybody was predicting them to only get twenty-two wins, be number be number fourteen in the West, and say, "Oh, we're going through a rebuild." That's kind of what Danny Ainge was intending. It's not working out well. Him and Dwayne Wade got to get a talk and talk about tanking because there, may, there, there's a lot of memes going around that show jo- Jordan Clarkson and Lowry Markkinen as John Stockton and Karl Malone. <laughs> I mean, that's some funny stuff right there. They're yeah. clearly not going to get Victor Wembanyama, obviously, because I mean they're doing they're doing well unless they tank the rest of the year. Wait, the lottery is based off percentage system. It's always a
1: percentage chance they'll get them.
0: I know, but it's very unlikely. It's always the teams that didn't make the didn't make the playoffs. So that includes the people who were out in the play-ins, like Cleveland had a pick. And uh, sorry, 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 but, but the Lakers
1: get them, That'd be crazy.
0: Ugh. Imagine that would be a disaster. That would be a disaster. He'd be the only one who would play. They have Anthony Davis come off the bench. He would demand a trade because he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be here." I'm like, "Dude, bro, you don't even play already. Why does it matter to you?" Um, but I mean, that it's just it's just shocking. To think about Utah. I mean, they're trying to tank. Everybody was counting them out, and now they're ten and three and on top of the West. I mean. That's a, that's that's some amazing stuff right there. It so, is. All right, well, let's get into our fantasy teams. I, I, I suck either way, so which one do you want to talk about?
1: Oh, football or basketball? Yes. Mm, probably just briefly about football because I know the one in your, that you're in with me, I'm not doing too good in that one either, but in a different one with some different friends,
0: I'm destroying. Really? Yes, that's awesome. I I'm on a, I am on a, I am two and seven, and I'm on a five game losing streak. Proud of that. Uh, it's a little, it's a little rough, a little rough. Uh, but I'm playing Gavin this week, so I think I'll be fine. Yeah, I mean Gavin is three and six. I'm the only one who's two and seven, but. I mean, just stick with just stick with
1: it. <laughs> I'm three and six. I'm, I'm having I was, a
0: positive attitude about it. Just I used it. to have a
1: three-game win streak until my dad ruined that last week. <laughs> um, but but that was also because Chris McCaffrey was on a bye, and not so is Najee Harris, even though he's been stunking yeah. for me this week. And now Ramondre Stevenson's on the bye, which is definitely gonna hurt me. But I'm I'm, I'm okay. I think mm-hmm. my team has a lot of potential. It just seems like I haven't been playing up to it. But right now, I'm like in my starting lineup. I got Tua, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Mike Isicki, Najee Harris, and then
0: Myers for the Seahawks kicker. Ooh. Oh my bad! You got a you got a loaded squad for. I mean that. Mine is uh, I, got I got. Well, yeah, uh, I got Justin Fields, Jamal Williams, Nick Nick Chubb. Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, um, AJ Dillon, Matt Proder and the Buffalo Bills defense.
1: You want to trade me Herbert? For what? Mm, I'll give you.
0: Give me Herder for Herbert. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'll give twice. you
1: um, Darnell Mooney.
0: Uh, well, Darnell the Mooney. Bears of have- Maybe after the Bears have their bye.
1: I'll give you Darnell, Mooney and Kirk Cousins.
0: Take Cousins out of the trade.
1: You don't want Cousins?
0: No, Cousins is trash. He's he, washed. He gets like
1: 20 points a game.
0: He's washed.
1: He gets 20 points a game. Curtis Samuel, you know Curtis Samuel. He's been doing good.
0: Um, I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe not on air, but I'll think about it. You know who is washed? Mr. Zanarius Smith.
1: Yeah, you you
0: know you're capping. <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, let's talk. I know. Let's talk about our fantasy basketball in that in that league. I also suck.
1: In that league, I am good.
0: Don't aren't you in another one?
1: I'm in two, but the one with you, I'm about to be three and one.
0: That's impressive. On a three-game uh, streak. Yep, yep. I am. I am about to be. Uh, tell them who you have on your fantasy team, then I'll tell them who I have.
1: Okay. Also, with my 2-1-1 uh, record, that was all without my first overall pick um, playing LaMelo Ball, who's coming back. And so, I'll get him back, which will really help. So, basically, my team right now... Um, I also have you fully used utilized my bench because in this league you can get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people on your bench, and I don't know why, but some people haven't like fully picked them up. So I have pretty much everyone I can get. But right now I have Tyler Hero, Tyrese Halliburton, Scotty Barnes, Brandon Ingram, Jared Allen, Marcus Mardu got me sixty three today, Benedict Matherin second best rookie right now, Nick Claxton really good, Gary Trent. Uh, did bad today, but whatever. Um, Kelly Kelly Oubre Jr., Damante Sabonis, Desmond Bain, Paulo Bancaro, Jamal Murray, R.J. Barrett, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Kevin Herter, and Lamelo Ball. So, I mean, that's a good. squad.
0: That's a squad. All right, I got John Wall. I got three Clippers right here: John Wall, Norman Powell, Paul George, uh, Kevin Durant uh got Milwaukee Buck, Bobby Portis, Terrence LeVert, Tobias Harris. Um this guy has really been playing well for me past week. Mikhail Bridges, he's had I think about uh he had two, a thirty one point performance in Orlando uh I think in Miami. not totally sure but he's been playing well for me so keeping that up. I got Jordan Poole, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kawhi Leonard he's been out for a while with a apparent knee injury. Darius Garland is back. Jalen Brown is out right now, with a, with an, uh, with a knee injury, and then uh, I got Christian Wood of the D- uh, Dallas Mavericks, Herb Jones, and ending it off with another Los Angeles Clipper. I got Marcus Morris Senior. So, why didn't
1: you fix your? T- why didn't you adjust your lineup?
0: I I I, I did. I'll, I'll I'll adjust it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but you you could have like got a lot more points, but you didn't change it.
0: I know. That's I'll change it. From, I'll, hey. Hey. I, it's a, it's hard to check every day. You don't have to check every day. You can
1: set it for the whole week in one yeah, day. I
0: know. I know. But, yeah, so. All right, well, you got anything else to add? No, I'm good. All right, well, I appreciate you all for being patient with us. Uh, we're busy. In fact, we saw each other last weekend for my 16th birthday. So, uh, it's good to see one another. Did not have enough time to do a podcast, unfortunately, but uh, we're back at it now. And uh, Christian, uh, congrats on your foot! Uh, congrats on your uh, win yesterday. Big deal. Yeah. So. That's uh, really
1: good cheering.
0: Yeah. Yes. Bi- <laughs> hey, bi- big big bench, big big bench guy. Yes, <laughs> All right. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening and. Keep pushing. What? I'm-, I'm
1: sorry. I'm lagging. And I'm crying.
0: <laughs> and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. episode 2 Sam. See ya.